Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Adrian Lee is with us. The new book is about the ghosts of the U.S.-Dakota Wars in 1862, but... You will be among the very few who will have studied the subject for a long time, having done battlefield uh, research in Europe as well. What would you say, Adrian, was the the experience in Europe that close more more closely resembled that which you had in Minnesota uh, and the Dakota Territory for the U.S. Dakota War? I think one of the things we need to touch upon is to talk about the idea of a residual haunting compared to an intelligent haunting. So one of the battles that I investigated in uh, England that comes to mind, I did this with the Luton Paranormal Society about 15 years ago now, is the Battle of Naseby, and that was part of the English Civil War. It was in Northamptonshire, and that was uh, the 14th of June, 1645. It was the parliamentarians against the royalists, and there was 1,400 um, soldiers killed and wounded in a square mile of a field, and we went out there to investigate on the 14th of June, the anniversary of the battle. And one of the problems I have, as I said before, with investigating battles in Britain, for example, is the last battle on British soil was 1746. So you're getting energy dissipating. Those spirits and those ghosts are slowly disappearing from those sites as energy disappears. Einstein spoke about this at the turn of the last century, of course. But the interesting thing is that those residual sounds of battle, we heard gunshots going off on our digital voice recorders as EVPs. We heard screams and shouts when we're in the middle of nowhere in a field in Northamptonshire. And guns, of course, 
uh, are illegal in Britain. Even the police don't carry guns, so there wouldn't be random gun firing going off at night, as you might expect in some you know, areas of America. But it was very interesting that when I then investigated the Dakota War, those residual hauntings still exist. So the energy is higher for the Dakota War, because that's more recent, that's 1862, the energy is still there. But the sound that I was hearing of horses neighing, of gunshots going off, that was more residually based, did remind me of the battlefields I've investigated in Britain. So there's that sense that the residual energy is still there, and I'm still getting those same EVPs, despite the fact I'm on two continents. But the US Dakota War gave me an opportunity to actually investigate an intelligent haunting. And, and the times I can think of intelligent hauntings that I've investigated in Britain would be places that were more associated with maybe the First and Second World War. Uh, there's a fort in Tilbury on the Thames Estuary that was built in the 1530s. But at a Heinkel, a German bomber was shot down there and landed in the Thames Estuary. I mean, the Brits set up a series of guns and an anti-tank, uh, sorry, anti-aircraft uh, fire to try and get the bombers down before they reached London as they're going up the Thames. And they had the wreckage of a Heinkel bomber in that particular fault. And uh, I did have a conversation in German with a pilot that was part of that wreckage or attached to that in spirit. So it's to do with how old the battles are and how far back they go, depending on whether you're getting residual or intelligent. But it was the residual stuff that kind of, compared to the Dakota Wars I've done in Britain. Um, one would think that this type of psychic research could be done in a boat hovering over the site of a sinking of a ship. That is possible, I guess. Um, I have to emphasize the fact that very little psychic work is done on these investigations. The psychic element for me is if I arrive at somewhere like Fort Ridgely that you may be familiar with in Fairfax, it's such a large earthworks and such a large sprawling site that if I walk around there and I make notes, I've got a limited amount of time. I've got a huge site. I've only got so many investigators with me. More of the psychic aspect comes as to where's the best place to get information. Where's the best energy? Where can I go to make the best use of my time. The conversations that I'm having with the Dakota and the U.S. Army that I'm explaining to your listeners is actually empirical evidence. It's coming through on spirit boxes. It's coming through as responses on digital voice recorders. I could actually play you the responses now and everyone would hear them. You could hear the conversation. You could hear Little Crow talking to me and responding to my questions. So this body of work it does present itself as empirical evidence that we can all listen to, we can all view on infrared cameras, on thermal imaging cameras, everything's there more scientifically to see. The psychic element comes about purely to point me in the right direction, or if I'm in a location where nothing's happening, and I feel as if it's a good catalyst to use my psychic skills to see what is there and what I can be engaging with. Love that. Um, your... Your work, and I, I, I mentioned this only because I recently saw the movie Titanic, um, and that was a kind of an aspect of that of Titanic that the the idea that on the ship, the spirits of the people who died that night um, after hitting the iceberg are still there on the ship, living a different life, living 
uh, a luxurious life, living a, a, a life without uh, cultural barriers or the um, the strata of uh, of upper class and middle class, and and that when somebody dies, that they would be rejoined psychically into that space. Um, I, I really liked how uh, how James Cameron did that. Do you find that there are people who survive a battlefield, but are drawn back to it on de- uh, upon their death, because that's the place where they feel they felt more connected than in the home that they were living in. I definitely feel that's the case, and I have examples of that. I'm actually going to mention my granddad briefly. He's passed now, and he died in his 90s, but he was conscripted in the Second World War into the RAF, and he worked as a ground crew on, on British bombers like Lancasters and Wellingtons. Now, if you think about my granddad, comes from East London. He was born in the Depression. He worked on the docks. He was a shipbuilder. He would never travel abroad. There was no facility for him to go anywhere outside of East London. And all of a sudden, you're plucked out of obscurity in a very poor working class slum area. And you're suddenly in the RAF in the Second World War. And you're suddenly in Egypt. You're suddenly in India. He was posted to Iceland. He was out in Hong Kong. He was in the Far East. He spent six years in the RAF, traveled to all over the world, places he would never get a chance to see ever again. And then at the end of the war, gets plopped back in East London to be a docker again. And I just think there's a sense that, especially with the Dakota War, I do feel as if people come back to those sites because they would never have that experience again. You're heightened. You know, if you think about my granddad, he's experiencing things that he would never have experienced under any other circumstances, good or bad, for example. And there are moments. There's a place called Camp Release that you may be familiar with in Montevideo. And I did an investigation there. And this site's important because at the end of the Dakota War, that's where the Dakota surrendered. And all the prisoners that they had of all the pioneers they'd captured during the course of the conflict were then released. And unfortunately, the Dakota were tried without a jury and without proper representation uh, at that location. And of course, many of them were then executed, as you're well aware. But on that site of Camp Release, a gentleman came through in spirit on the spirit box and said his name was Charles Flandreau. And he was actually showing his son around in spirit. And Charles Flandreau was part of that process. He was part of the U.S. Army. And he's actually one of the people that helped defend Medelia when it was uh, looking to be you know, massacred and was looking to be um, taken over. So he was a very important figure within the U.S. Army at that time and actually spoke to him and he said he was visiting. So again, a very perceptive question, but there has been elements in my work where people aren't hanging out at battlefields, but they are going back to visit. Their energy is there and imprinted on the soil. And I think I just want to mention briefly that at the Battle of Birch Cooley, where I said there was the biggest loss of life for the U.S. Army, this incident encapsulates everything I do. I said, who's here? Who wants to talk to me? I want to document your life. And a Norwegian gentleman came through who said his name was Notto Jensen. And I made a note of this. Then as a historian, the next day I went to look him up. I found all of his pension records. I found his mustering in and mustering out details. He was actually posted and was at the fire at Birch Cooley. And the only reason I know he exists is because he told me his name. So I then went on to Ancestry.com, and I then discovered that his great-great-granddaughter only lives 20 miles away from the battlefield. And I rang her cold, 
having found her details on the internet and said, look, you don't know who I am. I've spoken to the spirit of your great-great-granddad at the Battle of Birch Cooley. Are you interested? She said yes. And with the Historical Society in Renville County, we took her out there. She was holding a musket of the period, and the press was there, and we took photographs. And the sole reason all that happened is because that gentleman stepped forward and said his name and told me who he was. And I think I want to emphasize that the spirits have a choice. They don't have to talk to me. I'm not forcing anything upon them. I'm very open in what I'm suggesting to them. And that was an example of where everything just worked perfectly. And it's a very good, good argument for people that say they don't believe in ghosts. Because if you don't believe in ghosts and spirits, how does that then happen? Um, well, they would probably say it didn't, right? So, I mean, the, in, the, in the skepticism of, in that extreme they would just simply say, you're, you're making that up. That's, that's their explanation for it. Oh, yeah. At that point, you've got two choices to make. Either I come across as a genuine historian with qualifications who backs everything up with referencing and, and footnotes and everything else, or I'm lying. But if I'm presenting empirical evidence, if you can hear the man say his name through the spirit box, you know, that improves my argument. But then they will turn around and say, well, you just made that up. Someone in the background has got a walkie-talkie or something else happened. Uh, well, firstly, I don't have the time and energy to do that. And there were so many people that took place, you know, took part within this battle, and so much of it is undocumented that I couldn't have even looked up which soldiers were at that battle because there's no information to say who was there. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Your uh, your granddad, who was involved with the uh, RAF, 
it, it too reminds me of some of the mysteries of missing planes. Have you ever attempted to to network through um, a spirit that was in, say, the RAF to find out what really did happen with, uh, say, Glenn Miller and the disappearance of, you know, the one of the kings of swing over the English Channel, a story that's never been fully resolved. Um, is there ways to do that, like for, to find out what happened with Amelia Earhart or um, any of the other most famous um, flight flights that disappeared or flights that uh, that we still wonder if there's still be some historical debate about what happened to them. Yes, there is. There's, there's two things that I need to touch upon. Firstly, it's very interesting you should bring up Glenn Miller because I actually investigated in Hertfordshire in Britain, Bovingdon Airfield, which is the airfield he actually left from when he disappeared. Uh, he, he didn't come through at that airfield. It's a, it's a strip of two miles of, of tarmac. don't think there's anything there that's interesting. But I did have an American air crew come through. I think they were flying a Liberator, if my memory serves me right. That's a B plane, but I can't remember the number of the B. But um, they did come through, and they said they were from Austin, Texas, and he named his crew. So I did have an American flight crew come through in an airfield that the Americans used during the Second World War, but Glenn Miller personally never came through. But in theory, you could ask for him and see if he was there. But just to divert slightly in the second part of my answer is that I've actually been to various locations, for example, like Clearwater in Iowa, where the Buddy Holly crash took right. place that killed the Big Bopper and uh, Richie uh, Valens. And Clear I've Lake. In the place. Clear, Clear Lake. Lake. There, yeah. Yeah. And I actually spoke to him, and he came through on the equipment, and I actually discussed why the plane crashed. And we had a discussion with the pilot, whose name was Roger Patterson, and we actually had an air traffic controller with us, who's done that all their life. And we had a very long and detailed conversation as to why that plane crashed and what actually happened. So you, you, you can absolutely do that. That is something you can do. Uh, it just never happened with Glenn Miller, although ironically I happened to be on the airfield yeah. where we actually took off from, believe it or not. Uh, the B-24 is what you were trying to think of. That's um, the one, sir. So... Um, Let's go back to Clear Lake, because uh, I was there not more than, say, a year and a half ago. Uh, and, uh, you know, we don't we know the weather was bad. We know that there was there could have been a problem with the plane. What did you learn about why Buddy Holly's plane went down the day the music died? Several things happened. Of course, there's multiple issues. It isn't just one thing. Um, I spoke to the pilot, Roger uh, Patterson's actually buried um, not that far south of me in Ira, actually. Um, and I have spoken to him. and I spoke to Buddy Holly as well, but several things happened. And this investigation took place over several days, so I'm just condensing it for you. But he said he lost the horizon, and it was obviously dark early in the morning. And he wasn't qualified. Uh, he was only 21 years old, and he wasn't actually qualified to read instrumentation at night and fly at night. And he said he lost the horizon and then he also said that the winds had iced up, uh, which was, it was bitterly cold, obviously, right. you know, in Iowa, you know, in the middle of the winter. So the two main reasons for the plane crashing, amongst other things, was the fact that he had a lack of experience. Uh, he didn't have any um, knowledge or experience of flying at night. He said he lost the horizon and the wings had iced up. And then if you look at the history of that type of aeroplane, 
there is a history of crashes due to those things happening. It wasn't an easy plane historically to fly. And if you look at that type of aircraft, it did have uh, a whole backlog of uh, problems that other pilots had uh, experienced. So in a nutshell, those were the things that, that caused the issue. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 